Hi everybody, welcome to episode 200 of the Amigos. <laughs> Woo! I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And we're here to celebrate the last five years of Amiga, Amiga action. Yeah. That's right. So, Aaron, mm -hmm. um, we've gathered here with our closest friends here in the chat on this lovely... I know, we're here by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> on this lovely Friday afternoon. And um, we're going to go through some of the hot hits of the Amigos for the past five years. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, 10 minutes after that, <laughs> shut her down. <laughs> now... We want to make sure, because I see that you have that cigar in your mouth, mm -hmm. that we don't want to speak with the cigar in that's our mouth. That's every time I'm going to speak because with Because that's, that's akin to eating on the what mic. You, I mean, I you have, to talk about this right before, right before the show started. But you know we'll I can't eat in. anymore. Do you understand? That's you true. Don't have to you've, bring got that up. you've got to replace all of your eating with cigar consumption. I'm on a liquid diet. You know what I mean? Have you ever known, we started talking about this just a second ago, mm -hmm. but we kind of let the subject drop. Have you ever known anyone personally that ate cigars, that chewed them up? You ever seen that movie, Over the Top? All right, no, but Trying I know about it. Trying to make it. it over the top. Stallone. Sammy Hagar, same thing. Yeah. There was a guy in that that was a uh, arm wrestler, and he would eat his... And there was a real-life guy that did that. Yeah, He's yeah. Sam. That was, you've, you've never known anybody personally to imbibe Who cigars. would do that? That'd be like if I asked you, Bo, do you know anyone that eats the branches off of a tree? It's that likely. No Is one really? he just eats a cigar. Well, the guy in Over the Top did. But he was trying to intimidate a sucker. Oh, he wasn't doing it for pleasure. No. It was lit. Ooh. That's crazy. Presumably, he was also lit. I would assume. Before, <laughs> that's the only way I'd do it. But no, no, I don't know anyone to eat cigars. What's your fascination with that? That's weird. Well, it's just you're, the way that you're dipping it in the uh, in the drink there. Listen, that's the way you do it. That's the way. It's, Money for nothing. That's six for free. This is the kind of inner conversation that's made us stars right here. <laughs> no, and this, the people turn this thing off in mass. So here we go. July twenty third, twenty fifteen. This date in Amigos history, what was it? July 23rd, 2015. Let's see here. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that was the first episode of the Amigos Everything Amiga podcast. 2015. Now, was that episode zero or episode one? That was Well, I think we recorded episode zero and one on the same day. I don't remember. So, do you remember what it was like down here? Do you remember where we were sitting, what we were doing? I, I don't remember for that one. I don't. Okay. I, I would have. I would. No. I think we're sitting at your table, which right off camera here, and under those lights, and we had your whatever recording rig you had, uh, and we were. I think we had uh, microphones, earphones, didn't we? Right. Right. We were actually sitting at that long black table, which yeah. was pulled up under here, and we had the USB USB mics. That was a that was a weird gimmick. Um, okay. So that was our first date in Amigos history. Okay, okay. that's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of history, yeah, uh, one of the uh, things that uh, our listeners suggested on the Discord, because I, I put out the call, I said, uh, what are some things that you want us to talk about? And they said, well, why don't you talk about your individual gaming histories? And I realized that we hadn't really done that. We did that on R. Sinclair, but we've never really done that on Amigos. I think, well, in a very, very zero episode, we sort of vaguely go into it. It was yeah. also five years ago, so it's yeah. possible that some people might have not tuned in what? Uh, since then. So, Aaron, mm -hmm. tell me about your, your gaming history. Well, Bo, my gaming history is long and detailed, if I can go in. No, it's, uh, listen, I uh, grew up in the 70s, so there was nothing until the Atari came along. In my case, the Odyssey 2. Uh, which we got in the early, early 80s. Mm -hmm. And we graduated from the uh, O2 uh, up, and I love the O2. I think Gary James is in here. He knows. He gets it. 
And then we moved on to the Color Computer 2, then the Color Computer 3, which I loved as well. And then uh, played a lot of games on there. And then we moved on to the Tandy PC line. And we were I was with the Tandys up until high school when I was when I got my first Amiga. I'd see my buddies with Amigas, they looked awesome. Uh, but also I used to rag on them something fierce because I used to call them the entrance the entrance machine. They would have these awesome entrances, and then the game would be not that great. Right. Uh, but I was just I was fronting, man. I you were secretly jealous. That's right, because my IBM couldn't do jack squat. And so I bought an Amiga 1000 for my buddy, and the love affair began. And, of course, I did, I've did. i bought and sold two Amiga 1000s and a slew of Amigas. I've owned every Amiga that there is, except for... I like to say that because there's all these weird variants of the 500, but I've had every Amiga there is except for... Uh, the 1500, I didn't have one of those. You got a 3000? Yeah, 3000, wow. 4000, 2000. Uh, and then uh, you had CD, the 4000 CD, T. CD, uh, yeah, uh, CD, uh, I didn't know, I have never had a CD TV, so I'd like to have that one. Uh, so after the Amiga ran its course, I sold my 1200 that was jacked, decked, and I got a uh, 486 PC did the PC thing for a while, but I was jonesing for that Amiga. And so mm. when the opportunity arose to get another one, I was back another 1,000, got it back, and uh, have been pretty much on and off playing Amiga stuff ever since. So Amiga's my baby. Although I will say, since we did this show, uh, the one thing that I've taken out of it is uh, I fell in love with about a million other machines. And so including the Spectrum, of course. I always loved the Atari. My neighbor had one of those. I always was interested in the C64, but I've grown to appreciate it more than I ever did. Uh, and other things, wackier things like the Sam Coupe and the Wonder Swan and all the fun things like that. So that's, but yeah, that's pretty much the long term. What about you? Well, I'm going to talk about my history a little bit later on in the show. Oh, okay. But um, if you were, you know, people like to label everything these days, they like to slap labels on people. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say that you're a console guy, I don't want to say you're a computer guy. I don't want to say you're an arcade guy, but if you had to give yourself a percentage in each category, console, computer, arcade, how would you classify yourself? I would say computer guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listen, I'll, consoles, no, although I've, now I've got tons. But at the time, I didn't have any. My brother had those. That was my brother's bag. And the arcade stuff, as much as I was into it, and still am to a certain degree, it came late. Mm-hmm. And it's an expensive game. But the computer, man, they've always been there. The would Coco's. you say 80-10-10? No, not that much. I'd say 65, 20. No, not even that much. 50 and then 225. Okay. Let's go okay. there. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, Aaron. September 16th, 2015, a mere couple months after we launched the show, we had our first interview. Okay. Do you remember who our first interviewed guest was? Let me think here. It wasn't Sven. Nope. Um,. It wasn't Will. We talked to him about D-Paint. You know, I don't know. Who was it? It was Rob Flack O'Hara. Oh, yes. That was the very first that one. That was the very was first it? one. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a set in. Or if you'll recall, that interview took place that I wasn't here. Mm. And so I came after. It was Remember, I had to no, work. We, we interviewed Rob on the show before he came on the show. He, so this was this was this was not when he came to visit West Virginia. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah I love Flack. Flack's a big reason why we're here. It's funny you hear his name uh, 
uh, talked about a lot with people. Uh, a lot of people listen to his show before they started their podcast, mm-hmm. and it, it's great. And his stuff. And whenever he deletes a new show, I'm always giddy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Sprite Cast on all of his little spinoffs. I, I've listened to all, like almost all of his stuff. I didn't get into the jogging one, although maybe I should. I, I, I think you. Uh, the jogging thing is his friend's podcast. But I thought he, I thought he did some sort of exercise thing, didn't he? No. No. Okay. He must have just talked. About I think it. he talked about doing it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one day. Um, jogging blows. It's not fun. It's not fun. I can tell you that. I know a lot of people you do it though. I, I do. Our, I'm, I'm doing the couch to 5K. I'm running. The what's that? What's three the, times a week. The, the, you go out. You get the app. The app says start running. You start running. What app? The app that says couch to 5K. All right. Okay. So you get your watch on, right? You get your Apple Watch. You strap it on. No. Then you get out your iPhone. You say, talk to me, iPhone. You launch the app. You start running. Your watch goes, and then you say, okay, slow down and walk. Then you walk for a while and start running again. You do this interval training Uh until you feel like you're going to die. And then you go home. And then every day it gets a little bit worse. And then all of a sudden... You're, you're running a 5K. That thing is too expensive. That's a too expensive a hobby for me. Because I'd go out there, I'd I have the iPhone, mm-hmm. I'd have the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I'd take three steps, tip over, land on the iPhone, and then smack the Apple Watch on the ground. That's, <laughs> that's, that's $7,000 in the crapper right there. Yeah. So, no thank you. All right. For our first, you know, I solicited our fabulous Amigos community for some videos if they wanted to share a video about what this show means to them. And we're going to start out with our first one. Our first one comes from the one and only Chris Folds. Hey guys, congratulations on making it to episode 200. A fantastic achievement. I think I'm one of the few people that actually tuned into week one, episode one, when it came out, somehow discovering it. And here two goofballs talking about one of the world's worst Amiga games. I can't believe you chose that for episode one. I only tuned in um, for episode two to see if it would get any worse. Thankfully it didn't, it picked up. And since then it's become a staple of mine. I think I've listened to what? You guys in my ears for three, four hundred, maybe even five hundred hours worth of content. Everything from obviously keyboards and keycaps, that's probably a hundred hours worth, um, to boats, cruise trips, Mothman. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it all. Um, you, should, you guys should be really proud of what you've built. you built not just a show, but you built a community around it with the fans, the Discord, um, and just keeping Amiga alive for so many folks. Um, that's what the show kind of means to me nowadays. It's kind of one of my weekly escapes from reality. You two guys have become kind of two of my best friends that somehow I've never met, and I hope to kind of meet with you guys at some point. And, aiming for Amiga Island next year, so if one of you can make it to there, that'd be fantastic. But if not, I guess um, at some point I'll make it to West Virginia and get to see Mothman for my myself. I'm probably being told Mothman's not in West Virginia, but I don't know. After your explanation of cricket, I can get away with anything. Um, so let's say here's to another, I want to say 200 episodes, because I think Aaron might beat you down by then, but let's at least another 50 or 100 before you two guys um, get into a, a massive fight live on YouTube. So take it easy. Thanks again for all your content. Adios. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. That was beautiful, man. Yeah. That was that was inspiring. You know, it's funny. I was just t- telling both there uh, I, I'm, during my painstaking 200th episode research. I was milling around, and sure enough, right here, I even wrote it down. Episode 33, 
Winter Games boat. By the way, that's the one I, I caught in from the car. Mm-hmm. That was the first time, as far as I could tell, that was the first time we ever mentioned Folds on the show. Wow. And he mentioned, you mentioned on here that uh, Folds was developing a game. That was probably totally inaccurate. That's <laughs> what you said. Yeah, yeah. And so, Folds, we're expecting your game to come out any day now. So <laughs> any day. Get, get busy. But thank you. That was awful nice, wasn't it? And you yeah. know, Folds, we are just talking about jogging and stuff. He never stops. He is so he runs the switch. He can't even stop to shoot anything. He has to shoot it on the go. That's right. He's he was he was running a marathon as he shot that. <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder how he did. So May 14th, 2016. All right. So this is almost a year later. All right. Our first video show. Yes. Do you, remember, do you remember what happened? Our first video show? Do you remember coming down into Amigo Studios? That fateful evening. Well, it's funny because I've got I also noted that it was it was it came from the desert. Right. Uh, and I watched a good chunk of that show, but I remember coming down here because you were like, you you had told me I believe that we we're going to do video. I think you may have told me ahead of time, but normally boat would just spring, much like this hat, for example. It just this things just happen. I don't know what's going on. And he goes, "Listen, we're going to be on video." And I said, "Oh man," because I, I'm me, big weird looking goof. I don't need to be on video, but you insisted on it, and so here we are. And you put up the green screen, the whole nine yards. And uh, having watched that first episode again, it looks like, if you look real close to that episode, it feels like that the cameraman's got glaucoma or something. It's a, <laughs> it's shot through like one of those uh, terry cloths or cheesecloths, mm-hmm. you know, it's all blurry. And we've got these big headphones on and, and, and there's these mics sticking out. It's like... It, it's a real nightmare. And the first thing, <laughs> what I liked about it was... The very first thing that happens, you're like, okay, let's talk about a big news, and you're instantly confused as to how to get screens to come up, and we just sit there in silence. And I remember, I remember this moment. I remember this moment in history because I thought to myself, this ain't gonna work. There's no way this video is gonna work. And you look so confused. I'm like, we're screwed. It was it was a rough start for sure. So you remember sure. that as well? I do. I do. Did you? What did you think when this was happening? This is great. <laughs> That's usually the way you look at stuff. Well, I knew that I was I was so set on that green screen. And we could have avoided 99% of all the problems that we had. Now you hate the green if screen. If we would have just filmed against the brick wall that we're against right now. You know, if I could take a moment, because I've got something here that's rather topical to that. So I went through the show and determined how many different times we switched camera angles. Oh, right. no, no, don't talk about it because I'm that, that's You've a big part of this too. show. Oh, yep. my. Okay, well, then we're, because there's plenty of them. Yep. I'm going to see how good you were about it. But yeah, that I distinctly remember that. And I remember going home and watching that and thinking to myself, my God in heaven, this is a bad idea. You need to get off this show now. And I remember wanting to tell you both, no more cameras. We just got to go back to the podcast. But I just I didn't have the heart to tell you because you already have bought. Because as soon as that show was over, you're like, I'm going to get better cameras and lights. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a professional director. I'm going to get a, a Foley guy. I'm like, oh, Lord. And so I, we were off the races. So you asked me about my gaming history. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about that. So obviously, I'm much, much younger than you are. I was I was not uh, around in the 70s at all. I was not born until the 80s had already gone past one year. I was born in 1981, a good year. Um, I My first computer was the computer that you can see right to Aaron's left, the Atari 1200XL. Uh, my dad brought that home well past its sell-by date. Uh, the the Atari ST had already come out by that point, and so they were uh, giving these things away. In fact, uh, my dad was able to purchase one from one of his friends from work for a very small price. And um, you remember what it was? I think you can it, tell us now. I think it might have been a hundred dollars. 
That's pretty good. So yeah, when you consider that just a couple years before when this thing was released was seven ninety nine. Mm. So yeah, um, that's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a big reason why the twelve hundred XL is the that's rarest outrageous. machine because they sold none of them. What were they thinking? It's like here's a machine that's just like the eight hundred, except it's a thousand percent more. You know what was Atari thinking? I mean, Atari and Commodore, <coughs> the guys running those two outfits. They must have been on super crack. Yeah. The decisions they made were unbelievably idiotic. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I played around with this thing for a while, but it wasn't long before I discovered that some of my pals at school were playing with this other thing called the Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, I lived, ate, breathed, and slept Nintendo. I used to dream about having a Nintendo. I'd have these dreams where it would just be enough, but I'd come downstairs and I would see it there. I'd wake up happy. So this is how into the Nintendo. I subscribed to Nintendo Power and read the magazine before I had a Nintendo. Man, so what was the allure, Boat? Well, the 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 Atari, as great as it was, it couldn't offer experiences that were like the Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Brothers. Oh God, the Legend of Zelda. I know, I know, you, you hate me? it. I think you can offer those. And the thing is, I was, I was, I'll be the first to tell you, I was sucked in by Nintendo's marketing machine. The cartoons, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, mm -hmm. Captain Power, all that Nintendo stuff. I just couldn't. I ate it up. I, I was right in the perfect age. You know, in 1987, I was eight year, or I was six years old. 1988, I was seven. Gullible child yes, idiot. Yes. And so um, when I got chicken pox, I still remember we drove down to the Circuit City, though it's now a Chinese buffet. Mm -hmm. oh, not a good one either. That's not bad. Mm. It's not. You don't like it. What do you think? What's it's your favorite? Okay. What's your favorite area Chinese buffet? If you don't like that one, I like think, the one I put the put the. You think Chinese like chef's better? Yeah, mm -hmm. I like it. Um, and uh, I like Taste of Asia. Now that's, well, yeah, that's some good but that's eating. that's that's not a buffet. That's a real no, restaurant. it's not. Um, but anyway, got the Nintendo, loved it. Got Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four, all Nintendo machines, <clears throat> and it wasn't really until I was almost in college when I rediscovered the Atari down in the basement. And uh, I just, this was about the same time that I was getting online for the first time. And I discovered there was this huge community of people that were talking about Atari 8-bit computers. I was like, wow, I've got one of those. That's really cool. <laughs> and so, um, and that was when I discovered games, deeper games like Mule and stuff like that that were super awesome. Um, but I never, never once uh, saw or heard of the Amiga. Uh, you know, I, I got really into the retro scene in college and started collecting for all the systems, got a bunch of games, and I moved to South Korea and I sold everything. Mm. And then when I moved back... Bad um, times. Yeah, when I moved back, though, uh, you know, I moved into this house. This was the first time that I actually had enough space to really display a collection, so mm. I started buying some stuff back. And I got a couple arcade machines and a pinball machine, thanks to your, your uh, logistical help. And uh, good machines too. Yeah, yeah. And um, and when you dis when you came to me with this idea of starting an Amiga podcast, I was like, well, there's nothing else. There's nothing else like it. You know, there's no English language regular Amiga show out there that's only about the Amiga. And so I thought, well, why not? I was listening to Rob's podcast about the C64. And I was like, boy, why don't we just do what he does for the C64, except do it for the Amiga? And that's that's how the show was born. You know, how? let me ask you a question. By the way, what was the name of that other Amiga show that we never heard of that people mentioned? It was like, they were like, you guys are just like with the Amiga round table or something? Oh, yeah, because they they had stopped before we started. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
how long do you recall the length of time it took between when I mentioned to you that we should do a podcast versus when we actually started a podcast? Oh, it was months and months and months. It and was probably six months. Do you recall months. why that was? You had to go to Kentucky to do all your also, training. I just wasn't that interested in really at the time. You, Boat, one day Boat just called me. He's like, listen, I got everything ready to go for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Come on over. I was like, uh-oh. And then that's and then literally, that's literally the way we started, and we never stopped since. Yeah, 200 weeks creepy. later. Because, yeah. I mean, I had no intention of doing an Amiga podcast or any other podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who to, who to thunk it at? Well, you, this is what happens. You have the great idea, and then I go all in, jump in the deep end, and, and, and that's... How do you figure this show has... And I don't mean to mean the Amigas, but I mean podcasting and video production in general. How have you, Boat of Car... Managed to not jettison this by now, as you have so many other hobbies. And during the 200 episodes that we've done, well, as you know, I've wanted to quit several times, and you're <laughs> always the one that talks you back on off the ledge. No quitting, you know? no quitting. Yeah. Too many games. And so, you know, I I keep doing it because of the people. I keep doing it because of the community. I love the community. Um, I do like the games too. Some some weeks I like. And the games. I will say the times where you were talking about moving on, there were some bad things going on. Yeah. Like real life stuff. I, I, or, I, sometimes I feel overwhelmed because I tend to take on too many different kinds of real world jobs. Mm-hmm. But uh, but these days living's easy. I love doing the show. I love doing both our shows. Um, and so uh, we're going to keep going for the foreseeable future. Too stupid to stop. That's right. <laughs> Next date in Amigos history. All right. January 11th, 2017. January 11th? Um, I don't know. This is where Chris Folds, the one and only, proposed a Slack channel for the Amigos Brain Trust. Oh, yes. Okay. The old Slack. So before there was Discord, there was Slack. Yeah. And uh, this was, we, we, we had formed our brain trust and we were emailing back and forth these big emails, you know. And, and Chris said, you know, why don't, we, why don't we try this Slack thing? And the Slack thing works so well that we decided to just open it up to all of our supporters and, and through Discord. We couldn't do it through Slack because Slack wanted to charge us. Discord is free. We like free. Um, on January 11th was also a date that shall live in infamy. Because we moved the site from AmigosPodcast.com to its current home at EverythingAmiga.com thanks to the technical wizardry of a whole bunch of people, most notably Jason Warns. Uh, and uh, Behind the scenes yeah, master. Yeah, yeah. And, he uh, takes good care of us. Lots of other folks helped out with that transition too. You know, it's funny. I never knew why we left Slack. I mean, I'm sure you told me, but I don't remember nothing. Yeah. And so to me, it was just like, hey, it was all like when we started the show. You just said, hey, listen. Go get this and put this in, and I did it. And then I, and, you, and you were like, "We're done. We're not going back over here." So I stayed on Slack for a little while longer, and then I was tra- and I had no idea why. So mm-hmm. this is the first time I can remember ever hearing why. Just like the when you change the URL of the site, I wasn't one hundred percent sure why you were doing it, and I'm still <laughs> not sure. But it sounded good to me. There we go. There we go. All right, it's time for another video. You ready, Aaron? Yeah, man. Two, one. Happy, Happy 200th, 200th episode! Hello, should have party hats. And yeah, yeah. Dreamers Celebrate, and guys. <laughs> Seriously, we've loved your podcast from the very start. Like, we do one every week, but we're not even up to 200 yet. So, I've got the stamina. <laughs> you've beat us to it, and it's amazing to see how your community's grown. You know, Discord, I love chatting to you guys every day. I love coming and seeing John in Ireland. That was awesome. Yep. 
Amiga Island, and it's just great to see you guys from the US really taking an interest in this kind of really big in Europe platform, wasn't it? Yeah, great to see the other perspective of how things were in America, yeah, absolutely. So uh, keep the passion alive, guys, and congrats on 200 episodes. Keep rocking for another 200. Thank you so much, Dan and uh, Ravi. Uh, it's amazing. It's the most mind-boggling thing in the universe, really. That these guys, these guys are pro major league podcasters. They've got a real show with a real following. They're in Retro Gamer. They're in the Guardian. They're talking to the Queen. They're everywhere. Yeah, they talk to the Queen. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's a big Amiga fan. She loves she? the Amiga. Um, and you know, we're just a couple of goofs in West Virginia. It's funny. I, I of course I'll, I'll watch Retro Hour quite often. And uh, uh, you know, Robbie is, seems like he's everywhere, and I've watched lots of Dan's videos. You know, he did a lot of YouTube stuff mm -hmm. before I even knew it. And, and they must have started their show directly before or directly after we did this one, because it was all—it seems like almost simultaneous yeah. that it came out. Right, right. You know, and it's great. Yeah, they're they're super, super duper pro. They get the biggest names in the biz. You know, I, my favorite episode of there still is when they had. Uh, the when they did the episode on a phone freaking and hacking, they had Captain Crunch on there. Mm. I, was, I thought that was so interesting. You know, we've tried our hand at interviews with you know with a mixed. Well, you're real good at it, but then throw me in the mix and it kind of goes. It's south. just it, it just doesn't really suit our show. I think. I you know, it's, what are we gonna ask somebody? Right, What's right. your favorite kind of moonshine? You know, mm -hmm. I don't know what, what are we gonna say. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. So we leave that to the pros. Absolutely. August 29th, ninth, twenty seventeen was our first studio move. Do you remember where we moved to and from? Let's see. We were in front of the curtains. Mm -hmm. So this would have been when we moved in front of the television set with no table. That's very I correct. I hated that. It, it, it was terrible. I had this grand idea that we would display images on the television and uh, it, would be, it would just be a fun party, but it sucked because not only were we awkward there, it also ruined the ability for me to use the basement for anything other than a podcast studio. It's funny, I, I actually took note of that when I uh, was looking through this stuff. And the one thing that I noticed is that the, uh, uh, the camera was, I didn't like having the camera aimed at my knees, crotch, and belly, which is effectively <laughs> what it was. So I can't imagine that was good for viewership. Now, do you remember what episode that was? Well, I do, because I wrote it down. But what was it? I don't want to look it up. Neuromancer. Neuromancer, yeah. yeah. That was also a poor game. That so was, that didn't what? Exactly I like that game. Off. Yeah, yeah, I know That's a good it. game. It's don't a good book. It's All right. It's a great book. Now, just in time for Brent's arrival, we're going to go on a little Amigos studio tour. This was another thing that was suggested by some folks in the Discord. They want to see all there is to see in Amigos studios. How's that? Okay. Prepare to be disappointed wildly. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to... I'm just going to let you take care of business okay. there. So, this is our recording area. Okay, it is in front. Let's see. Let's swing this around. To look at it from this angle, you have this is what we see. We see this, and this is our alternate screen. This is our recording PC. Coming around here is the dehumidifier that kicks on every time we start the show, and then I have to stop and turn it off. Over here is the, the plastic fantastic Mac that I'm trying to rehabilitate, my Atari 2600 Activision collection. Uh, triple action uh, pinball machine that Aaron helped me get from Huntington. Mario Brothers arcade machine back there with a C64 monitor on top of it. My NES black box collection. Uh, 
This is sort of the bookshelf that holds all of our games, including a bunch of <laughs> Amiga games that uh, Tapes from the Crypt sent us boxed, sealed Amiga games, uh, as well as our uh, ZX Spectrum collection from so many of you guys that have sent us games. We have the uh, main machine that is uh, set up to look like a Neo Geo machine, currently not working, but Aaron thinks that he solved the problem, thankfully. Mm. And we have some uh, arcade marquees that uh, my buddy Chris built light boxes for. And uh, we circle back around to these guys. You've seen it all, folks. That is Amigos Studios. Is this going to be like LGR? Like now the, the, the magic's gone. The magic's gone. You can talk about it every time we mention this from now on. <laughs> That's right. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, Brent, now that you've joined us, we've talked about uh, my gaming history and Aaron's gaming history. Why don't you talk a little bit about your gaming history? I have gamed since I was about six. I uh, started with the TRS-80, I believe. Uh, moved on to the NES, where I was a huge renter of games. Uh, would rent for the weekend, beat it, return it, get a new game. Uh, my parents loved that because they didn't have to buy anything. I only owned three Nintendo games throughout my life. It was uh, Wizards and Warriors, uh, The Pack-In, and Dark Tower. Really? Which was a horrible game. <laughs> Wizards well, and no, Warriors wasn't great. No, Deadly Towers. Okay, Deadly Towers. <laughs> Not Dark yeah. Towers. Deadly yeah. Towers is a terrible game. Uh, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. um, that was the first time I hacked a game by randomly putting in letters and numbers into the password until it worked because I hated the game so much I couldn't get past certain <laughs> points. Uh, and then I, I found myself in a whole new area with whole new uh, abilities and weapons. And I was like, man, this is great. And then I lost that password and never played again. Oh. Uh, from there, Super Nintendo up to Nintendo 64. Uh, and then really I shifted to PC about the Nintendo 64 era. Uh, I owned uh, Saturn. I owned a Dreamcast. Um, and after that, I went PC almost all the way. I did own a, a 360, but that was the last console I, I bought. Mm, mm. Would you consider yourself more of a console guy than a computer guy in terms of retro? I, oh, oh, retro, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because that was my childhood. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. All right. January 6th, 2017. So uh, from August... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This, that should be 2018. August 29th of 2017 to January 6th, 2018. So about six months we stayed in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. And then we decided that it was time. It was enough. After January 6th, we moved a second time. Do you remember where we moved to? Uh, we moved right here. We moved right here, except the table was facing in a different yeah. direction. Yeah, it was. We were, our backs were to this wall. That's no, that's not correct. Or our where? backs were towards the arcade machine. Oh, okay. We were facing this My way. Bad. Yeah, that's right, because your computer's over here. Do you remember what episode that was? Yeah, I've got it written down, but I can't. What was it? Go ahead and tell us. If you've got it written down, Because well, I have to go through all these oh, notes. What gosh. the hell? One Step Beyond. Oh, yeah. One Step Beyond. Another, another classic. Um, this was also the first time, you know, I've had this $1,000 tower down here. It's the first time, this was episode 127, that we actually used that machine to record the show on. Can you believe that? You were using a laptop. Yeah, I was like using that. a crappy laptop. Like, we couldn't stream and record the show at the same time. Yeah, I remember. So, dumb guy. Of course, then we had to fight this thing's USB ports for... That's, well, we, every machine has its issues. But, yeah. anyway, <laughs> Aaron... What I want to know, yeah, 
Tell me about your favorite episodes of Amigos and your least favorite. I've got a huge list of stuff. I'm going to go through all of these. But I, I, I went through like a bunch of our episodes. Just picked out stuff that I thought was amusing. Uh, uh, the that that struck me as funny. Um, uh, one of my you know some of my favorite episodes, just game wise, and nothing really necessarily funny happened in them, but that just I enjoyed the game a lot. Uh, episode 16, Deluxe Galaga, of which I just played recently. I love that game. So it's a, it's a ton of fun. We used to have we had a lot of fun playing uh, that game. Uh, we got to talk about episode 29, the Lionheart episode. It's going to be one of our pivotal episodes. I went back and listened to that one, and you weren't super cruel to Lionheart. You developed your hatred for it after the episode w- uh, was over. The longer I felt about it, the more I loathed it. I think <laughs> that's horrible. Now, do you remember the first episode that Brent was here for? I do, I think. Okay, I, what this was it? Just, I, this I is know. a total guess. I did not look. It, was it Dragon's Lair? No. Oh, okay. No, no. It was Worms. Brent's first episode was Worms. Really? Yeah. What episode number was that? Uh, let me see here. Uh, here it is. Episode 47. That was Worms. And that was also the first episode we used the Roy Awesome background that Paul Kitchen made for us. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, there was an episode I couldn't remember... And I'm dying. Do you remember the time we showed up to do the game? We were recording. I don't know if we were seeing, we were doing it live. We were, and we both we did two different games. Do you remember that? I picked the wrong. I did the wrong game that week. And I remember you had a conniption fit. You don't remember that? Oh, I remember it. You I don't know, remember. I don't, remember, what game I, I don't either. I looked, but okay. I'm assuming you edited that clip out. <laughs> I was telling Bo before the show that like it, I, I looked at tons and tons of clips stuff, and I, almost all of our vicious uh, fights and, and him beating me down were pretty, had been removed. So just to, I'm sure just to raise your standing in society, the vicious. No one needs to see me vitriol and hate uh, that that uh, uh, that would. So something else I noticed in the earlier video episodes. And we did this for the longest time. Is we would sit here during the intro, and it's stupid. And every time I watch it, I feel like a complete dupe. And by the way, you did it too. We just the it, it, we just did it like this, uh, like real still, like that made a difference. I don't know why. That was not good. Um, another episode that I remember was Hound of the Shadow. Because which was a gift from I think it was uh, O'Brien sent us that one didn't mm-hmm. they? And we we just said we were going to do it, and we didn't realize it was a text game. I remember that, so we were very surprised when it was almost completely text only. That's when that it, was also probably the longest between the time that we've gotten a uh, a game and we said we'd review it, and it was literally like three and a half years later when yeah. we finally did it. Um, <laughs> the uh, um, another one that I remember distinctly, Lotus Three, is because you were in France. And so <laughs> I had to record that one in my my room with the TV set mm-hmm. and on a rock band microphone. That was one of my favorite episodes. You rapping into the rock band mic. The best the best parts when you send in your audio review and, it, and I've got a picture of you in a Hawaiian shirt eating noodles. I don't know what the where that picture came from. I didn't know what the hell that was. Something else I'd forgotten. And Brent, you may remember this for the Jimmy White episode seventy seven whirlwind snook up. Brent is here for that. Do you remember him being here for that? No, I didn't either. I couldn't believe it. Was that was when we were facing this direction, right? Listen, you're asking too much. But know. Brent was here for that one, and also I had a full beard for a. I'd forgotten about that too. Really? I yeah, a lot of these. I uh, have full beard. I want to mention also in episode 77, uh, thanks to our good buddy Dreamcatcher, he's been here forever. Uh, we had Lion O do that intro. That was awesome. I've never gotten over how that cool was that was. Great. That was great. Um, we, uh, I wanted to mention, it's, you know, something that was a running gag for years. And it's funny, I've tried to figure when it ended, but it went on for so long I just gave up. Was 
uh, our billing of that of that uh, uh, Defender of the Crown box that just went on oh, forever. Yeah. I know it's right up there with the keycaps in terms of the story that wouldn't die. Yeah, um, you were talking about uh, uh, interviews. Our big break. I remember thinking what a big break this was when we had when you interviewed the Oliver twins on here, which was a great interview. But it, and it was a fairly successful episode, but it wasn't like earth shaking. It didn't. Know. It didn't knock down the doors of mass. I didn't popularity. realize how much they had spoke with everyone that would you know. They'll oh, talk to anybody, yeah. obviously. And then of course. The uh, infamous uh, episode 84, the David Plus episode where I was scared crap. I was scared like you wouldn't believe. And then intimidated. The Pleasance was sort of an intimidating guy. And you told me you, he was a real sweetheart live. Oh, yeah. He? He's a great guy. He, he, he remembered who you were and everything? Oh, man? no. I'm sure he didn't. But he acted <laughs> like he did. He's hey, like, hey, guy. Hey, hey chief. Um, yeah. Another highlight for me, uh, just blazed this, is uh, when we reviewed Walker. I loved Walker, and you hated it so much that I enjoyed picking on you. I thought that was a lot of fun. I loved Walker. Another one of my favorites, episode 104, Kid Chaos. Just because that guy looks so stupid Man. and weaker. Of all the stupid Amiga mascots, he is the stupidest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, also, episode 108, Midnight Resistance, that was the last time we ever used the green screen. I can see why. The sound was jacked up. The green screen, my head kept melting <laughs> into the screen. That's one thing about being bald is that your head... <laughs> the shininess doesn't doesn't do well with the, now, with the chroma key. So that, that happened quite a bit. Now, another one. One thing I noticed is in episode 113, Bad Dudes, we were at, we were at the table over there in mm. front of the TV. And you talked about, oh no, it was before the table. But you're like, you go, look, we can talk to each other. This is the best setup ever. It's the best. And then episode 114, that's when the table showed up. So clearly, I must have complained until you put it in there. Uh, another one I loved, uh, and I love this one because we got to sit down and do this together. And it was so much fun. It was the, the episode 123, the Double Dragon series, where we played all the Double Dragons. That was a lot of fun. We played those on Amigos Plays. Mm -hmm. I, I, it was fun to go through those. Another one, we were on fire, episode 124, one of my favorite episodes we did, Shaq Fu. I love that. That was so much fun, and it was fun to tell people who Shaq was, and then to talk about the game, and we both ended up liking the game, which I thought that was cool. Uh, I thought that was a fun one. Uh, episode 125, the Christmas episode, the first appearance of old Chad and oh. good Matt simultaneously. It was, uh, I thought that was interesting. That was the biggest, that was the largest cast we've ever had yeah. on an Amigos. Now, I want to talk about this. This is not really episode specific, but I want to talk about it because it came up so many times when I was looking through these things. It's the boat challenge. Now, I don't remember exactly when you introduced the boat challenge. It was, it was in, I think it was in November. And people would sign on to the boat, to the boat challenge over and over. Now, ultimately, the boat challenge sank pretty quickly didn't do you recall no, how long you went on the boat it challenge? lasted until about april that's i mean that's six four five months are we talking is this the guy from the the amigo aaron's weight loss wager telling me how his, how his challenge sank hey, and burned let me tell you something pal i'm i'm on it like i'm on it big time i bet I you're guarantee on it. i'm doing better than you did on the on the boat challenge we're gonna throw down about our challenges Listen, who's got the best also, challenge how much money did the boat challenge raise for you thousands yeah it didn't we know it took money out of the economy <laughs> thankful you made up for it pretty quick quickly after that by that's spending true. a ton of money um, so I thought, but I, was, I had to break that up. Um, episode one twenty nine, Jockey Wilson's darts. That was a great episode. Also, you know, Jimmy White was another one. Those are so much fun, and even the uh, Battle of the Ashes. I, that game wasn't as much fun as the other one. And really, the dart game was not, was crap. Yeah, I it mean, was a lot of fun to learn about. My favorite episodes are always the ones where uh, we learn about some wacky aspect of a foreign culture. I love it. Mostly British culture because that's where a lot of these Even games Even the, come uh, from. what was the game that was based on the chips, the puzzle game? Uh, yeah, you mentioned one step it beyond. Yeah. 
uh, not not my favorite game, but it was so wacky that I enjoyed that. Yeah, the whole know? aspect of quavers the, yeah. as a snack. <laughs> the fact that this game was based around right. that. And the, I remember the entrance was so stupid. Another one I had to mention, just because... I just thought it was funny. It was episode 130, Jim Power. That picture of his girlfriend. I can't get over that. I want that on a t-shirt. I really want, I want that, that on a poster. That should go on next year's uh, Amigo supporter magnet. That's <laughs> Girl. Now, this is... I, I picked a couple here that scared me because they were so hard to, to... I didn't want to screw up and look like a jerk. And what, there's a couple of these. Uh, one, episode 132, Dune. Man, when that got picked, I was shivering. I was like, oh, man, this is good. I knew this game was going to be deep and tough. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we probably did. I mean, we did the best we could. But, man, that Dune was tough. Another one, I, 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 just exactly along those same lines, episode 166, was Sim Life. I knew I knew that thing was deep. And I remember playing that back when it first came out. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Screw this. You know, but you don't have that option when you do this show. You've right. got to just kind of dig in. Um Another one I knew was going to be tough, episode 135, Cruise for a Corpse. But that game stuck in my head. It wasn't the best game, but it was such a unique take on it that I really thought it was a lot of fun, uh, th- that particular episode. Um, a few of the ones I really enjoyed were uh, when, when the ones me and Brent did. when you Because I, I was scared. What we're going to do with Boat not here? Because clearly, if you lost the Lotus 3 episode, that was a disaster. So luckily, Brentfield did real well for you. For Dark Seed and Jurassic Park, and those were pretty fun. And Dark Seed actually was a pretty good game, wasn't it, Brent? Yeah, it's good fun. We had a good fun. Uh, another another one I really enjoyed was episode one fifty seven, uh, Terra Hawks and uh, Killer Bees and Casey Munchkin off Gary's uh, ports. There were lots of fun, weren't they? We had so much fun with those uh, Odyssey two games. So I thought those were pretty cool. Uh, and probably the last one on the list, the most notable recent one. Oh, I got to mention one seventy, the Talking Worm. That was pretty weird. Having to play off, <laughs> having to talk to nothing. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a new. Ex- you got to see what it's like for every Hollywood actor today. I also should mention any of the episodes where you wear that green suit. <laughs> those, those are no good. Those are that might to come go, back. Those that are tough to go back and watch. Um, and then lastly, I want to mention. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the last game that really surprised me because I, I liked it so much was Chuck Rock Two. I really thought that was a fun game. So. That's just a little quick run-through, but I, 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 I went through a ton of these this week, and it's funny. One thing that struck me was we have changed very little. <laughs> we have not really upped our game or down, but it's sort of pretty much about the same. The one thing that changed, that the, there were two things that really changed. One, we ditched the high score thing that mm. we started. That didn't go. We just gave up. Well, there were a lot of games that just don't have scores. But also, so. we, I just kept forgetting to do it. Let's yeah. face facts. And then secondly, my hardware reviews, those had to go. Those were I was nervous about yeah. them, and I don't I was just those had so I'm glad we jettisoned those. So, but aside from that, we pretty much haven't changed hardly anything for 200 episodes. I don't know is that good? I don't know. Well, <laughs> we'll let the audience decide. Yes, about sir. That. So, Aaron, February 7th, 2018. All right. Okay, just over a year, just under a year and a half ago, we debuted the second show <clears throat> on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network. ARG presents. That's right. So this was when was that again? What was it? February seventh, twenty eighteen. Okay. Wow. Okay. So this wasn't just starting a new show. This led to a rebranding of all of our online identities. Yeah. And it made you very nervous. I remember you saying you weren't sure about renaming all of our social media and our YouTube channel to Amigos Retro Gaming. It did. Talking it, about it, it, Amigos. It did. I mean, you can understand why. And also, I wasn't sure if people were going to be cool with getting stuff in there. 
subscription feed that was not necessarily Amiga based, but right. it worked out okay. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so that was a, a, an idea to just spotlight two games on a different system every week. You came up with a great idea for the wheel. And uh, that show continues today, obviously, with, with a different host. So, my favorite and least favorite games, or at least favorite episodes, my favorite episodes, just like you, I did not go through, like, you, you, did, you went through and, and talked about a lot of specific things. Mm-hmm. There are just a couple episodes that stick out to me, and they're the ones that have affected my life, okay? The first one was Jimmy White Snooker, Okay. Because I became, I, knew it. I, I, I became a snooker fiend <laughs> for a couple weeks after that show, where I would go, I would get, you know, Eep would be working late. I'd go upstairs, I'd turn on the YouTube, find one of those great '70s matches, and just pour a cold one and just lose myself in the in the excitement. And this the the whole atmosphere of those old snooker matches. Everybody was smoking, everybody was drinking, um, cheering, cheering. And then the second game, you, you can't talk about one without the other. Jockey Wilson darts. See, I knew, I knew it. I, I, I was the exact same way. I yeah. mentioned both those. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. And I, you know, I watched that documentary on Jockey Wilson. Oh, most man. depressing thing that in was. the universe that when was... they go back to his town. He when he came come to the door. Yeah. yeah, it looked like Milton. I mean, it was it was terrible. It did. And so, but they were eye opening, weren't they? Yeah. I, I was the same way. I used to. I watched a ton of like snooker highlights and dart stuff. It was a, a bygone era that's probably when it will never see again. Right. And, and we really never saw it here. So right. It made it more fun. Absolutely. So. Um, my least favorite episodes, there were a couple episodes early on that uh, I really just wanted to stop doing the show. <laughs> oh, God. And it wasn't because of the games, it was because I hadn't figured out how to properly emulate the Amiga yet. Because at the beginning, you're like, man, just play everything on the Xbox, it's going to be fine. Well, guess what? It wasn't fine as of like episode three. There was just stuff that just flat out didn't work on the Xbox. The Xbox kind of blows when it comes to emulating the Amiga. It's just it's just not good a lot of the time. It got better since you messed with it. Well, maybe so. But um, but anyway, so I was like, okay, Win UAE, here we go. Then you have to, this was before I knew about WHD load. And so I was loading up disk images, you know, and having to download individual disk images, unzip them, load them into the emulator. It just sucked. It was so bad. So there were several weeks early on. I'm not ashamed to admit this now, that I flat out just didn't play the game. You know, I'd watch a YouTube thing and I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to fake it. I'm going to fake it. Now, I don't do that anymore most of the time. But back then, before WHD load, I was like, man, this is just going to suck. It just every week, I couldn't get the games to work right or was just so much of a pain that it wasn't worth it. Now, after I watched the Cake is a Lie gaming series on how to mount a hard drive file mm-hmm. with all the WHD load, it was like the Amiga became like this awesome thing. Okay, I can't, I can't express how much that one article on how to set up that hard file changed my whole outlook towards the system. And ever since then, you know, like we've done bad games. Um, We've done games that I've been nervous about, but even those games, I don't really feel like, I don't have any animosity towards them. Like I do those early episodes where it was just so frustrating getting the games working. The, the, The games I really remember being nervous about, Sim Life, Dune 2. So you, those are you know. yeah. Those are the two that I was just like, oh my god! It's gosh. funny. It's eerie how we're both yeah. like that. I know when they when they came up because we didn't pick those. We would have never picked those. Right. <laughs> never. Right. Ever would we have picked another one? Elite uh, Frontiers is one that you were very because we picked it and you were and you vetoed it along. Right. You were like, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but Sim Life ended up being a real fun game, and yeah. Dune, I certainly understood the appeal, uh, you know, of the game. 
Uh, but they were very intimidating uh, games to try to to get into. Sim Life, you look at all those charts and stuff, you're just like, holy God. I'm yeah. gonna, another one, that timeline, history line, that's another one I was just like, oh boy, it's going to be Yeah, but that, that ended up being okay because yeah. it was like a, um, you know, like Advance Wars or it's something. It's funny, like a lot that. of the old episodes that I flipped through, you mentioned how much trouble you're having. Yeah. And it we just, also talk about the House 500 and trying to get that thing working mm-hmm. so you could have something to play these games on. And I remember distinctly, I remember playing uh, when we did Stunt Car Racer. Uh, you had never seen it without glitching mm-hmm. on it. And I remember the first time I showed it to you, and you, without the glitching, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? You, I've never seen it like this. I'm like, yeah. yes, this is why this is great. Right. Because your version was jacked up. It was not your fault. It's Emulation's hard. It's right. hard. So, again, that's another big reason why there's not a lot of Amiga podcasts out there. This is not an easy system to emulate. It's getting a lot easier, you know, these days. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah. So, it's time to move on to our next, uh, our next film, our next video. Our next film. Get ready. Hi everyone. I'm off to my man cave. That's where I normally watch the Amigos shows. So I have to congratulate you today on uh, reaching your episode 200. It's been a nice journey and I hope it will uh, last for a lot longer. So here we're now entering, almost entering, my... uh, Old, uh, an old garage which I made into a man cave. So I painted the front to look like a bar. <laughs> so here we go in. So here is where uh, I brew my beers and watch the Amigos. And of course, have my Amigas. Some of them. The others are in storage. And I also have a nice brew for tonight on the tap. Ready for me? So that's gonna be lovely. <laughs> so, have a nice one, everyone. And to John and Aaron, go, guys. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pass the mic. I'm going to pass the mic over to Brent, and Brent's going to talk about his favorite and least favorite Amigos episodes. Thank you, Edwin Bell. It was awesome. Thank you, Edwin. Incredible. Man, that's what... When are you going to get into brewing? That's the next next phase. Amigos Brewery. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) Uh, Easily my least favorite episode of the Amigos... Going right to it. Uh, we'll go and get the bad one out of the way. You're all's uh, uh, episode of Alfred Chicken. I knew it. I, I hated it. that you guys did that without me. I hated that you did it so incredibly poorly and didn't get a lot of aspects of the game. Hated, hated, hated. Just let it be known. Let it be known that I asked Aaron before we did it. I said, Brent is not going to be here. Are you sure you don't want to do another game this week? And Aaron said, no, man. We're doing Alfred Chicken. <laughs> well, it was too late. It was the day of the game. Doesn't I matter. Could, we could have done something else. You guys shifted days at the last minute. It was like, yeah, Friday. We're fired up. And it was like, oh, Thursday. I was like, I to go. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, um, Let it go, man. Fav- never. Uh, favorite episodes. I actually, I love the Snooka episode, mainly because I actually knew way more about it than you guys did, and it was fun to watch you guys discover it. Um, so that was a fun episode. Uh, I really enjoyed the Dark Seed episode. Uh, obviously, I was a part of that, but that was a great game with a great history and uh, look at some great art. Uh, so I really enjoyed that episode. Uh, 
probably the next down the line, gosh, I guess it would be the Lotus 3 episode. Oh. Uh, Why the hell one? Just because it was it was an odd twist of what you guys normally do. If you go back and watch that one, uh, you guys really weren't yourselves on that episode. Yeah, he wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It was it was very unique. Um, it, it was totally different because you didn't have anybody to play off of. So yeah, you were. Yeah, it, it was a it was a it was a. Uh, <laughs> I actually remember the the uh, uh, John. Uh, phoning in segment, I was like, this is horrible. Because <laughs> I don't know if I knew at the time that you were, I mean, I knew you were in England, but I didn't know. France. Or, yeah, overseas. Or as, or as I refer to it, the big F. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that it was, it was such a train wreck of an episode <laughs> that uh, uh, it was, it Thanks was, a lot. it was different and it was memorable. So yeah, I would say those are, those are the ones. Train wreck. Thank you, Brent. Yeah. Thank you for your assessment. <laughs> All right. Aaron, November 5th, 2018. This was our third and hopefully final studio move in which you see us as we are in front of the brick wall. Do you know why we moved in front of the brick wall? I think it was because you got sick of stretching cables everywhere. That was part of it. Yeah. The other part of it was I got that sweet neon sign Yeah, made. that thing is awesome. Yeah, and so, uh, but the big part of it is I don't have to actually move any cables. I just uh, I just pull this table out in front of the computer desk and we're we're ready to go. Z Wolf Two. That's what I've got written down for that. That's one. right. Yep. Episode one seventy one. Yep. Z Wolf Two. Great game too. Yeah, it was pretty interesting, eh? All right, it's time for our next video, uh, and thank you, Edvin, for that that last video. I was dying to see the man cave. Yeah, so man, awesome. Edvin. One of these days, I want to get over to Norway. If, if I was gonna... a beer drinker, I'd be all up in. You need. That. It's never too late to start. Listen, I, I'm I'm boo. I'm a booze drinker. <laughs> All right, I'm not both. Yeah. Here's our next video. Hi, John and Aaron. Graham from Sydney. Uh, congratulations on reaching 200 episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to say that I discovered your show through Rob Flack O'Hara. Uh, I bought his Commodore book through Amazon and discovered his podcast through that. And he did a, pro a cross promotional episode with you guys. And that's how I found your show. Um, even though your show was also listed on the same throwback network his episodes are listed on. I decided to become a Patreon supporter after episode 62, which was your arcade port episode. Um, I could just relate to your stories, your experiences through the Amiga computers. Even though I used an Atari ST during that time of my life, so don't, uh, don't burn me for that. Your shows always entertain me, uh, especially on my long commutes to and from work. Um, your shows are also informative, and that's why I and everyone else who supports Amigos continues to listen to the shows that you put out. We just love the way how you guys bounce ideas off each other, take little digs at each other, have fun. It's just very entertaining and at times amusing to watch. 2016, when I discovered your show, uh, that was a real tough year for my family. Um, I was working very long hours. My wife was having a real tough time um, with her mother's cancer battle, and my son was officially diagnosed with ADHD and ODD. Um, so the family life took a real big hit that year, and there wasn't that much fun going on. Uh, and your show was one of the few bits of light in that uh, 
dark a year and darker period of my life. The community around this show is uh, really great. Um, the Discord is fantastic and I've learned so much. For example, Jason Warns uh, shared some plans to make one of these things, which is a Amiga RGB to S-Video adapter. Um, that's a PAL version that I've made. It works like a dream and it's a real lifesaver. It's fantastic. And because of the community around your show, it's actually why I decided that in 2020 I'm going to make the journey to Amiga Island. Um, so I'm looking forward to meeting everyone who can make it to that event. Um, and lastly, a toast for 200 episodes and 200 more. Cheers! Thanks very much, Graham. That was awesome, awesome, great, awesome story. We're so glad that we were able to uh, bring some bring some light into a, what sounded like a really, really rough year for you a couple years ago. Yeah, Graham, Graham is a very generous fellow. He's always been super nice to us. Speaking of Graham, what you see before you, this is a true episode 200 miracle. Um, so the FedEx guy came to deliver this morning. The FedEx people, they say, sometime during the day we will be to delight. That's, that's all you get, that's all you get. So Eep and I went to the park, immediately FedEx guy rolls up as soon as we're gone. And he leaves the dreaded sticker there. You missed the, us. I hate the sticker. And this is a long weekend, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So I'm thinking, oh man, Graham timed it perfectly for the booze to arrive on Friday. Um, and it was my own dumb fault for leaving in the morning thinking they would come in the, in the afternoon. And I, was, I sent Graham this message. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, the FedEx guy came. I wasn't here. And then just an hour before we recorded it, ding dong, for the first time in my life, the FedEx guy came back on the same day. This never, never. ever happens. And he's like, I saw you had some booze and like, I, I wanted to make sure you got it for the weekend. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Stunning. you so much. Yeah. And so he has, he always gives us nothing but the best. And Brent, I apologize. I did not set a glass out for you, but That's after. Okay. Give me the bottle. I, 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 feel free to drink freely from the bottle. Um, this, he's given us old pool tenny single malt scotch whiskey. I assume this is for me because Aaron doesn't really like scotch. I love scotch. And How dare you. he's purchased Evan Williams single barrel vintage 2011 uh, whiskey mm. for, for Aaron. So You chose wisely, Graham. You've done it again. Aaron, I will pour you a sizable a smidgen. No, just a smidgen. Just a smidgen. Boy, that smells great. That's plenty right there. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Graham. Calvin and Oh yes. Now, Brent, are you a fan of the Scotch? I prefer uh, tequila, actually, but <laughs> that's a big difference. I, oh yeah, no kidding. Uh, but I, oh, I will, uh, I will often sip on anything that's available. Well, here you go. Have a sip. I will imbibe during our after-show live stream wacky time. <laughs> Yeah, as opposed sorry, to this, as opposed to this serious time we we're having now. That's right. Serious time's over. Anytime your booze Once comes we... in its own special gimmick, look at that. That's some high dollar. Booze. And that's a gimmick. Look at that boat. It's embossed on there. Nice. You're gonna you you're gonna be on that's a boat smooth. like that soon. Is it good? That's crazy smooth. I'm glad to hear it. This is 86 proof, so it'll it'll put hair on your chest. Mm. This uh, this shape is known as the smuggler's kettle. What it says? Is that what that is? <laughs> Right. So, March 1st, Aaron, 2019. We're getting into this year. Can you guess? 
No. I mean, that's that's some of the best bourbon I've ever had. Really? Oh, man. You're speechless good. from the bourbon. I can't even talk. That is out. That is breathtakingly well, good. That's, I'm glad what to was hear that? it. What was the question again? March 1st, 2019. Okay. March 1st? That was mm-hmm. just a just a couple months ago, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately for Aaron, you can't remember yesterday. <laughs> Why are you asking me these? You know I don't have any idea. I don't know what day today is. The third show on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network debuts, Our Sinclair. Oh, yes. So talk a little bit about your thoughts about Our Sinclair. You know, I, I, you, you were very exuberant about this idea. And I was hesitant, of course, because... Um, I didn't know if people. Well, what you remember? What I said? People don't want to see me three times in a week. That's that's idiotic. Uh, but you pushed me uh, violently forward until I agreed. And I will say, listen, this is no surprise. The the spectrum is awesome. We learned that from playing stuff on ARG, and then Brent got a dose as well. Becky's awesome. And so I had no doubt that the games would be fun, uh, but I've enjoyed it way more than I thought. And it, it is an easy sim- uh, system to emulate, uh, and it's uh, it's just a, it's a fun time. It's a nice light, uh, it's a nice light hors d'oeuvre before the Amigo main course. That's mm-hmm. the way I look at it. And uh, of course, none of this would have been possible without the generous gift of the Huck, our very own yes. ZX Spectrum that we have right here beside of us. Uh, thank you once again, Gary Hucker, Gary, for that. That's a great fellow. You're not going to find too many ZX Spectrums in the hills of West Virginia. No, no, no you're not. No, not next to the ramps and the, <laughs> the math. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to make it dark, didn't you? <laughs> it's time for another video, guys. Okay, great. I'm loving this. It's these. rapid fire time. I like hearing people talk about how great I am. I it know. never happens. I get, I get used to it. All right, guys. Just want to say congratulations on surviving 200 episodes together. I want to thank you both for your hard work through the years and you've been a great constant in my life through the good times and the bad. It's always a crack watching you live on Friday, except when I don't. And of course, it's been an honor to support you through Patreon. I mean, how I kind of refuse to get my name sung in both still set tones. Uh, it was great meeting you in uh, Mega Ireland this year both and also Figgy, uh, Martin, Pixels at Dawn, and Edwin. I really hope Iron makes a trip in 2020. I'm looking forward to the next 300 episodes, and as Bruce Willis says in Lethal Weapon, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our amigos. Yeah! Yeah! Mm, I love that one. Of course, that was the boss man, Paul Harrington. Paul has never told us that he uh, owns a Phil Collins-esque electric drum kit no that kidding. apparently just, he just keeps in the back of his of his room. He's got a Boss drum set. Yeah, back. You know, I've never seen him. Like I've never. That's the first time I've ever actually seen a picture of him or anything. Yeah, yeah, because he's a toe jam he's on a the. Ha- uh, he's a yeah. handsome, a handsome gentleman. He is. He's a good-looking guy, and uh, we're the lucky few, Paul. It was uh, it was great getting to meet him. He's the guy that picked me up from the bus station at Amiga Ireland. It's first person I met. Outstanding. Um, so, uh, Brent, you wanted to add something in here. Oh, no, I have a few. No, yo, just think, Mike. Okay. I have a few gifts. Oh. What would I be if I didn't bring something to the party? The way you usually are. <laughs> I found what could possibly be the rarest uh, Amigo prototypes uh, out there today. And I thought these aren't full games. But I found some box art uh, that I think you might be interested in. Now, the first one we have is 
Boat of the Amazon Queen. Oh, man. <laughs> and as you can see... We'll zoom in on that. Uh, Boat has made an appearance. His gaming debut, it might be. Let me see that. I'm even... I think I'm wearing the Sheffield Blade Runners hat, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Stick that right there. And of course, I, I did find one other one. Um, I can't believe that. I found so Aaron Hart. <laughs> now that, this is something special right here. Look at that. <laughs> Never has a Valdeen or whatever his name is looked so svelte. Looks so svelte. Look at that. Look so, at that. I don't know if we'll ever find the ROM for those games, but at least we can enjoy the box art. It looks like I've got an album cover for me. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Brent. Set that right up there in front of the bourbon so fans can continue to gaze upon it. Look at that. Oh, man. I cry sometimes. <laughs> Although I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> thank Boy, you, Brent. Thank you, Brent. Yes. That was awesome. And I've discovered that if I just turn this way while you talk, the levels are great. No, so there from, you go. from now on, I just face this direction. Think for the how rest good it'd be show. if you just kind of leaned in and hugged him or maybe picked him <laughs> on the cheek while you're. <laughs> All right. So now we've got some special. Um, no, we don't. I skipped ahead nothing, on my outline. Nothing. There's, There's nothing, nothing special, special here. Coming up. We're going back in time again. Oh, We've man. reached the end of our Amigos timeline. We're going back, though, because July 13th, 2017. You've right. got to know this one. Amigathon. Amigathon uh, 1. Uh, yeah. Amigathon 1. We raised $925 Woo! for Make-A-Wish UK. You, me, Brent, Chad. I can't remember if anybody else was that in that first was John, one. John? John? Was, was John, was John yeah. for the oh, first yeah, one? Oh, yeah, because he catered at the Oh, yes. that's right. He brought, yeah. all, he brought the Cadova. Right. That was, I forgot that was about that. was good eating back when I could eat that sort of thing. Yeah. So uh, this was a 12-hour marathon. Mm -hmm. um, Way that, too long. <laughs> and uh, I've I prepared a little highlights video. Oh, God. For, uh, for us to, to remember the good times. I've taken those 12 hours and distilled them down to their essence. Oh, man. Okay, let's see it. Sponsored by, well, it's not sponsored by anybody. We're benefiting Make-A-Wish UK. <laughs> Two sentences in. We're here in uh, lovely Hurricane West Virginia. Uh, and for the next 12 hours, we hope you are entertained by our antics and by our Amiga playing. That's true, I do love it. Listen, I mean, that music's awesome. It's very, ha it's very haunting. Here we go. Three, two, one, go! Oh yeah! That's a pie in the face right there. You had to stick that in there, didn't you? That was like a, a cinder block to the face, what that was. And let me guess, if you have highlights of the last Amigathon, mysteriously, the boat pies, the, the footage has disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. It got lost. It got lost. It may never be found. That's garbage. Human garbage. That's what you are. I do like how the 12 hours was condensed down to literally 30 seconds. You condensed it down to you defaming and, def and befouling the Lionheart theme, and it hit me with a pie. Yes, yes. And I distinctly remember you screwed up at the beginning. I was like two sentences in. I thought to myself, this is never going to fly. We're not making dime one today. It's what I'm thinking. Now, in addition to um, our... Oh, actually, we have a cup. One more. One more video. I know we've got a couple more videos, two more. actually. Two yeah. more that we've not played. So we'll just go ahead and cue those up right now. Here's oh our boy. next one. Hello. 
Hi, Meatball. <laughs> anyway, congrats on the 200th episode. This is Kate Fox from the Discord. Um, this is Maple. But yeah, thanks for bringing all this Amiga nostalgia into my life and making my week a little bit better every Friday. So yeah, congrats. Thank you, Kate. Very like kind of you. Cute dog. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Adorable what dog. do they call those? Corgis? Corgis. Yeah. Do- dogs. I what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they are. They got fur. It's not a cat. I not can't. a cat. Not a cat. Um, thank you, Kate. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we also got a letter from uh, our fans. Not everybody sent in videos. Some people sent in text forms of greeting. Uh, this one comes from... What? <laughs> What to word it like that? Text forms of greeting. I can see you have one of those Star Trek meeting flashbacks, aren't you, Boat? Oh, God. Carry on. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Did you ever used to give your friends orders like that? We used to have, like, Robert's Rules of Order, but in Star Trek Club, it would be like the Admiral would, would be able to give people permission to speak, permission denied. My God, if I could do that, <laughs> I'd shut everyone in the world up. You think people are going to listen to me bark orders out? The Amiga, as it was in the 90s, became part of my identity as a teenager. I would rush home from school to play Syndicate, entertain my friends with the latest demo releases, and toil over the works of computer art into the early hours. What the machine represented was special. It would go on to be the foundation of my pursuits for the next 20 years. Because the system represents a connection to my youth, it occupies a specially reserved place in my memories, one that is simple and uncomplicated. When I discovered Aaron and John talking about that part of my youth in a way that complements my revered view of the Amiga, I was transported back to those times. They've created something through their humble approach that captures the qualities I'd bestow on the Amiga. More than that, their efforts have created a community, one without the infighting, egos, and drama we so often see in the wider community. That is no small feat. The Amigos podcast, in my own opinion, represents everything that the Amiga was and should be. In a turbulent swell of online drama and negativity, the Amigos hold fast, riding out the storm with unfaltering weekly persistence. I might not be able to listen in as often as I might like, but it's reassuring to know that the Amigos' lighthouse prevails. Here's to you, Aaron and John. May the Amigos' light shine on Will Williams. Wow. Man, well said, sir. Yeah. Holy smokes. I felt like a king or something after that. Right, right, yeah. A uh, lighthouse with me, yes. City on a hill. I love it. So, um, remember, Will was actually one of our first brain trust people. He has that Counting Virtual Sheep channel. Beautiful. He, uh, he, he, he does photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a really, and really I talented he was, guy. He, he was featured heavily in our Deluxe Paint episode. Absolutely. He was one by, of our by early that, I mean, That's another one we didn't know what we were doing. It's yeah. like, hey, you, everyone wants us to do a Deluxe Paint episode. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> Better get someone that knows what they're talking about. Okay. Thank you, Will. That's it's time for our next date. July 7th, 2018. Uh, that uh, Amigathon two. Amigathon two. This one had everything went smoothly. Within, <laughs> not, not one single cock up. If you thought four straight hours of joy. If you thought Amigathon one was a little rough, wait till you see Amigathon two, where we tried to do this for twenty four hours. Um, of course, we had uh, they had to replace a cable modem, an internet router. Everything that possibly could go wrong almost did go wrong. However, we had a big cast of folks. Brent joined us again. Hose was here. John Marshall, Chad, Terry, Christian, uh, and Luke. Luke. 
Uh, we had tons of people. Everybody got a turn playing some Amiga. Once again, I've distilled it down to its essence. Oh, wow, man. It's just going to be a no signal thing. <laughs> Listen, it's time to get serious. When the flush of a newborn sun fell first on Eden's green and gold, our father Adam sat under the tree and scratched with a stick in the mold. And the first rude sketch that the world had seen was joy to his mighty heart, till the devil whispered behind the leaves, It's pretty, but is it art? Mm. That's a beautiful boat. I wrote that. What am I looking at here? I, I get it. It's, uh, it's, uh... Uh, it's a like ninja. A, if the Death Star and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle had a kid. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see his own. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is Liam Angelo a zombie? Uh, hey, look, it's some stuff. Do you know what the objective is, or are we just... Uh, Stumbling in the dark here. I think that you eventually you, you have to talk to somebody. This is the real game section <laughs> that is going to be a single elimination tournament oh. of thumb wrestling and rock, paper, scissors. Oh. <laughs> God. One. I haven't done this in like one, years. One. 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 <laughs> what are you doing? You can't yank your hand away. Oh, we that was nice. There it was. 24 hours of Amiga action. No one likes a, cro a crooked thumb. I noticed you cuttingly didn't put any of the parts where we were all having conniptions. No. I guess because they weren't three. <laughs> yes. It's funny yeah, let's re reenact it. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a, a couple of other uh, text messages that have come in uh, about our two other episodes. Uh, tapes from the Crypt. From Texas wrote in, he said, the tape. It's been said that simplicity beats complexity, so I'll keep things simple. One of my favorite podcasts, incredible hosts, a fantastic community, and a whole lot of fun. Cheers to 200 episodes, and here's to many, many more. Thank you very Thank much, you, Tapes. Tapes is a great guy. We also, Man at the moon heart. We also have one more that came in from Matthew Perron. And uh, I am currently trying to find that <laughs> right now. It was one of those things where I had it and then I erased it. And now I've had to find it again. Hey, amigos. Greetings from Sagune, Quebec, <laughs> Canada. Are you natively French, Boat? That was amazing. I know. Congrats for your 200th episode. Amigos for me is two awesome hosts with great chemistry and a wonderful community that is growing each week. You are fueling my love for my favorite computer one podcast at a time. Thank you for all you are giving and Godspeed for the next 200 episodes. Don't forget, Sulamont La Miga Poot Vus Who can forget that? Did you have a stroke while you were, talking, while you were saying that? <laughs> what what is the lines from the Necronomicon? <laughs> no, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> so your friends these words did you go to france recently I, what, how did you get anything done over there i didn't make many friends over there, i can tell you that bon <laughs> frere. Like, are you kidding me and we've got one more <laughs> one more uh fan submitted listener submitted video another one of our all-time great contributors really the backbone of the website hello from canada 
I wanted to congratulate uh, Boat and Aaron on reaching episode 200. It's an impressive accomplishment and really shows their uh, passion and dedication. I also want to congratulate the others that do such great work to help contribute, like Dreamcatcher and his incredibly creative and deep articles, uh, like uh, Gary Hucker and his great tech videos, like Duncan Stiles and his reviews, uh, Chris Folds and his videos and uh, articles, um, the countless others on Discord that really helped make the Amigos community so great. I found the Amigos back in September of 2016 uh, during the Battle Squadron episode because I love Battle Squadron. Um, in that episode, actually, Aaron was having some phantom mouse click issues that um, I uh, did a little bit of research on and sent in some information to, to John about just areas to help troubleshoot. Uh, John replied back and he was so impressed, he asked if I could do an article on it. So uh, I did, and after that, I've, I've been hooked. I find myself looking forward to every new episode and I try to catch the live ones when I can. And I can't thank you guys enough for the warm reception and the friendship that I've found with you guys and through you guys to the, the rest of the Amigos community. Here's to 200 more. Adios, my friends. Oh, and here's a little snippet for Aaron. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Take off, eh? <laughs> yes. Thank you. That is for me. Just he knows what I like. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And we were just talking. It's the first time we've ever seen him. <laughs> right. It's the first time that we've seen um, a few of these folks, yes. actually. So uh, this is this has been really really cool. Um, and I told you that was the last one, but it was not the last one because there was the one more. One. You forgot about you forgot about the the man, the I main man. That's right, the main man, the pixels man, pixels at dawn. The pics. Yeah. So I've also lost control of my mouse. Okay, it's back. And call Jason. Yeah, <laughs> unleash the tendrils. The pixels at dawn here. Well, Aaron, boats, Brent, congratulations on reaching your bicentenary. It's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, um, I had no inclination that the show would go on for quite this long, but you've made it work. You've really made it work. Um, I was looking back through the records of uh, where I uh, started watching the Amigos, and it actually surprised me a bit that uh, through one of my YouTube accounts or the other, I've actually been subscribed pretty much since day one, a little bit after that maybe. Um, but although it wasn't until a little while in that I started um, uh, watching the show religiously week after week, doing the live streams and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, one of my earliest memories is uh, was a suggesting boat to play Nick Fowler's Championship Golf on a on one of these one of these. Uh, Amigos plays and discovering that within minutes of me actually posting this on Facebook, um, he was already streaming it on, on, on the channel. So uh, that was a uh, certainly put me in a good mind. But yeah, it's been great. Um, so many games covered and such good humour of it as well. Who knew that uh, we'd be uh, watching our West Virginian retro gaming champions at this point in time. And it's not just about the show either, it's about all the charity stuff with Amigathon and things like that, which uh, a lot of podcasts wouldn't be doing. And um, 
and also it's about the community as well. I mean, it's not just people in the show, but it's the people around the show as well. I've, I've met quite a few of you now, and uh, and that's it's such a special community and such a uh, uh, just everyone's nice to each other. <laughs> that's the great thing. And now with the Amigos Game Selection Committee and all that kind of stuff, I feel like I'm really part of the whole whole thing. So, uh, so well done. It's been great. Here's to another 200 episodes, if you feel you can make that much. But, uh, cheers. Thank you, Pixels. <laughs> thank you very much, and thank you for running the Amigos Game Selection Committee. You yes. you, you make the wheel turn. Pixels is a real go-getter. Yeah. Yes. And he's yeah. been a real good friend of ours for a long time. Yeah. A lot, a really, pretty much almost, a lot, almost everyone that wrote in, we've all been buddies, and we've known each other for a while. Uh, and the... It is nice the 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 social aspect of it, which we didn't foresee. I didn't foresee most of this actually, but you did. <laughs> you know, I gotta give you credit on almost everything because I thought we would just make a little podcast, and you. Knew, but we've got the uh, Discord action, we've got the website, the YouTube. I never would have thought we'd done any of this. We've met so many great people. It's been quite a treat. So, before we before we close this bad boy out, I'm wondering if each of you has an all time favorite. Amigos moment, an all-time least favorite Amigos moment. Well, that's easy. I know that one. Violently being punched in the face with a pie, <laughs> I'd say would be right at the top of the list. I know I've went on and on about this, but I can't stress to you how painful that was. No. <laughs> it sucked. My all-time favorite Amigos moment, um, where I felt the most delight. It's funny because it was it was it was on Amigathon. It's when you when we got back on the air, we were under, especially you, since it was your house and it was your stuff. But we felt a lot of pressure to deliver a 24-hour marathon as because we'd had a lot of support from a lot of our friends in the community, and a lot of people had paid uh, good money to that charity to to see us do our thing for 24 hours, and it was it was very. Um, it was very uh, painful when that thing went down. We were really under the gun, and you stepped up, and you, we, and between you and Brent, John, who was luckily he was here, and everyone got together and, and got the problem fixed. And when we got back on the air, and that and that was a tough marathon, it really was. But there was a lot of delight when we cut, kicked that back up, and and a lot of relief. And so when I think of times that I, I had the most joy. And it was for a good cause too. That was, I would say, that's probably the top of the heap. Getting the show back online, and we got through it. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit that when we staggered through that last uh, half hour, it was brutal. It was brutal. But I, I felt a, quite a sense of accomplishment. I thought we did a pretty decent job, all things considered. So I'd say that's going to be right up there. What about you? Actually, you kind of stole my thunder, but maybe mm -hmm. for a different reason. Uh, by far, my favorite moment uh, involving the Amigos was when the Amigos Marathon went down. <laughs> <laughs> but not for the reasons you might think. Thanks, Brandon. It was because, uh, I mean, all of us were here. There was a large number of us here. Mm -hmm. And we all immediately started troubleshooting the issue. We were on our phones. We were trying to reach out to the community, let them know what was going on. And for that that... Uh, brief moment, and for well, I guess it wasn't really brief. It was several hours. For that brief four-hour moment, <laughs> it wasn't that long. It, but yeah. 
it was really everyone working together with a common goal, and it was because we wanted to get out there and entertain and enjoy and inform and uh, raise money. And no one gave up during that whole period. No one gave up. Everyone gave all that they could to try to get it back going. And that was probably my favorite Amigos moment. Um, I would say the uh, uh, worst Amigo moment for me uh, was just seeing that when the uh, uh, changes that have taken place over the Amigos over the years, uh, we had a few fans that aren't with us anymore, not uh, fatally, but something had happened and uh, a, a gender was discussed incorrectly uh, to someone who was doing work. And it looked like things were going to actually produce drama, the drama no one wants in a community like this. And and for that brief moment, it was bad. It was it was it looked like things were going to fall apart, but everyone really stepped it up. Knew it was an honest mistake, and we followed through. And really, nothing like that's ever happened since. It was uh, uh, the people that were offended left, uh, and everyone was just like, you know, if you're offended, sorry about that. We're going to keep on rolling and doing what we do. So those were both the you know the upside and the downside for me. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot. Of I can tell you my least favorite moment was Amigathon hour twenty-two to twenty-three. You were not happy. It came from the desert, a game that I don't like, just in general, and having to play for an hour, and having just like and it, 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 people were, were not being unkind they were discussing other things in the background but for whatever reason it was annoying me just to no end because I'm trying to concentrate on what's going on oh there was a good reason it was hour 22 yeah 20. yeah <laughs> and boy I had really reached the end of my rope and uh, yeah. you know of all the the bad things that came out of losing all that uh, all that archive that's probably a good thing that's come out of it because I don't want people to see yeah because really when we pied you, it was un, I was unpleased. Yeah, you were because it was just like it was like kicking a dead puppy, <laughs> and I was just like, "Boat, keep it together. It's we're just gonna get through mm-hmm. this." But you were not happy. Yeah. I know you were. You were really tired. Of course, you'd also been running all the cameras and stuff all night, so you were beaten. It, it had been a long day psychologically with all of this the, year. I'm sure it'll be too. much smoother. I hope so. <laughs> um, now, our my favorite moment of the Amigos has uh, has nothing to do with you guys. It's when I, no, I'm just kidding. It's it, it it's when I when I went to Ireland and I got to meet people face to face for the first time. Um, it was it was amazing the welcome that I got and everybody. It was like we were already friends and we never met. I mean, you you have that sometimes with people you meet on the internet, but sometimes you don't. Sometimes you meet somebody online and you're like, oh, this person is not who I thought they were. But everybody was just so warm and inviting from the time that Paul picked me up at the at the bus station and getting to meet Figgy and Edvin and and uh, and Ian. And it was just it was so so much fun hanging out with those guys. The the only bad thing was that it was so short and so. I'm hopeful that one or both of you guys will uh, get to go to Ireland and, uh, and, and, and get to experience that because it was so cool. One thing I do want to mention, there's a couple of people I want to mention uh, that just to give uh, uh, acknowledgement to. One is our good buddy, Dreamcatcher. He's been with us 
it seems like forever. I mean, he's there way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, if you listen to the earlier episodes, uh, you often refer to him on the uh, EABs. Right. And he's been here, and he said he's a talented, talented. He is brain trust member number one. And he's also a guy who has um, unlimited potential. And I don't and uh, uh, is a professional writer through and through. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. Another fellow I want to uh, mention was, uh, and he helped us out tremendously when we did our Amigos uh, challenges. Was Brutal Barracuda. He did some gr- really good videos, and so we had a lot of fun with those. We really need to bring those back at some point, those, those uh, high-score challenges. Another fellow, boy, I was, and I, sadly I can't remember his name, was uh, the fellow that helped us. Uh, it really ran the Kickstart and Amigos magazine. Oh, Neil Mansell. Neil. Neil was uh, a very talented and... Uh, still is. And, still and, with us. And a great guy. The magazines were... were uh, I go back and read those sometimes, and they were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a couple articles here and there. I've never done any sort of. I mean, it, I, it was fun to do, you know, to write something. Okay, it was kind of. But neat. he really put in a ton of time. He did, and so, I mean, I, and I know when it, when he finally stopped. I mean, I, he I had talked to him, and it was, it was it's too it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and Neil really uh, worked hard on those, and so that's something I want to mention. Those those things are all still available, mm-hmm. much like Dreamcatcher stuff, which I urge everyone to uh, go back and have a go at. Congratulations, John and Aaron, on 200 episodes of Amigos Retro Gaming. Uh, I started listening way back in the early days, probably around episode four, and um, to my surprise, here were these uh, two fellas from West Virginia uh, doing an Amiga podcast. That was interesting in itself. Uh, Pretty wacky. I, I came across a fair um, haul of Amigas. Um, I'm not trying to brag or anything, I just uh, really do love these machines. And um, when I did come across a um, quite a substantial load of Amigas, I was really, really excited and I just wanted to connect with um, someone that would appreciate it. And there's no one in the area here that's into Amiga. They kind of look at you like you're um, very quaint when you mention old computers and Amigas and things like that. But uh, uh, I really love them and um, I connected with uh, John, sent John a message uh, just to show him what I what I had and John and Aaron both um, you know showed a, a appreciation for the machines and um, I thought oh well I'll uh, do some videos and um, I asked John if it was alright if I uh, hopped on the old gamble train and uh, John replied and said yeah go ahead and um, submit videos if you want to, that's fine. I drug out my uh, Amiga collection and started filming. So I hooked up the old car to the gamble train and headed off down um, main trunk uh, Amiga line to Commodore Station and um, there we go. I've uh, been doing videos ever since so I've found that very rewarding and fun. One of the many things I really like about Amigos Retro Gaming uh, some of the sayings and uh, we don't hear a lot of uh, West Virginian around these parts so um, I actually like them so much I use them in uh, my everyday life as much as I can. I've I've said it before and I'll say it again Uh, you know thanks very much John and Aaron I know that uh, you know this takes a lot of your time your spare time and it's really appreciated so uh, keep up the good work and here's to another 200 episodes cheers guys 
Thank you, Gary. You know, Gary is our hardware maven. He's the master. Uh, I still remember getting that first message when he was like, I just got 14 Amiga, Amigas, you know, like, and I, and I was like, man, that's awesome. You should definitely make a whole bunch of videos and put them on YouTube. And, and, and Gary, and he did. Gary's videos are very popular. Yes. Gary's been very generous to us as well over the years. Yeah. He's a, he's a, Sent us the 600 he's and a, the Specky. He's a real great guy. He's also, uh, he's very talented. I, like I've mentioned this before, but I like his videos. He's got a down-to-earth way of explaining things, and that's the way I like it. I like it, I like it kept down for a, someone like myself. Hey, John, sorry I had not time. Sorry, let's try that again. <laughs> Clearly, Doug is a caveman. <laughs> I'm not timely, Hi, John. Sorry, not had time to make a video, but I have written this. He says it in that weird British English style. That I know. Me up. Just the way you sounded like you sounded like uh, what was the kid chaos for a second there. <laughs> Congratulations! 200 episodes is one heck of an achievement. Did you think it would last this long? No. You asked us to tell you what the show meant to us, so here I here is how I sum it up. I cannot remember how I first found out about the podcast, and I have no idea what number episode you were on, but it was audio only. At that time, I hadn't really used my Amiga for many years, and it just sat in the cupboard. At first, the show was just something to listen to at work. It kept me entertained for an hour or so, and every now and then you would talk about something I remembered or a game I had played. Now the show has me playing old favorites and trying classics for the first time. Not just Amiga titles, but Spectrum 2. I didn't own one back in the day as I was a CPC user, and it's interesting to see how the two compared. I became a supporter because I appreciate the work and the time you both put into all things Amigos. You even let me post articles and videos I have enjoyed, and I've enjoyed making a tiny contribution where I can. And you've made more than a tiny yeah. contribution, Duncan. Yeah, it's just really good. Yeah. I just checked and I have 55 gigs of data that relates to Amigo stuff. <laughs> images, videos, and renders, etc. Remember, he rendered all of those intros for the uh, award ceremony in those January. Are, those are awesome, too. Yeah. You once left me off the supporters list for a couple of weeks and to make up for it you sang me my very own supporters song i'll never forget I'll that i'll never forget that I'll episode never. 117 for anyone that would like to hear that masterpiece the amigos have brought me back to these old machines and games encourage me to get the old system set up again and purchase new kit for them thanks for being the keystone in this growing community and what a great bunch of people it is long may it continue all the best duncan Awesome. Thanks very much, Duck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, before we get out of here, of course, we've got to read the Patreon names. Now, I was so busy uh, putting this thing together this week, I'm not going to lie to you, I did not think up a good song to sing. So, it's going to have to wait until next week. Em. Like Fat Boy gonna... style. What's the, how do you rap Fat Boy style? <laughs> you got to do the even <laughs> <the> beatbox. Hyperventilate? <laughs> Noticeably F-18, lay us down a beat. <laughs> Why don't you beatbox Aaron at all? I can't. All? Clearly. <laughs> was, was that what you were doing? I was trying to. <laughs> okay. I'm not the human beatbox. So I'm just going to thank you all. Gary Heather, Free Lunch, Kate Fox, David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong, Andy Jones, Lob Sterminator, Craig McClellan, 10-Minute Amiga Retrocast, Counting Virtual Sheep, Bernard Quinn, Retro Man Cave, Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Etter, Rob O'Hara, Howard Nibbs, Matthew Laramore, Andy Craig, Seanzo, Darren Lomax, Colin419, Barkbit, 
Roland Burke, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, John Cook, Dan Ross, Leif Kaland, Alan Kebab, Chicote, Level Lord, John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRocher, Creepy Dead Boy, Figgy CTZ, The Slow Norse, Stefan Sorgard Mortensen, Edvin Helland, Blindo75, Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Folds, Dreamcatcher, Lauren Giroux, Graham Vebke, Lane Denson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Dunk, Duncan Styles, Alan Kebab, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy Humberstad, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warns, Pixels at Dawn, and Killborn Barman. Thank you guys so much for supporting this show throughout its 200 episode uh, run. You know, if, as you go down that list, just I want to kick in. It seems like almost every one of those fellows and ladies, to a man jack, we've, it seems like we've interacted with them. The, people can just send a couple bucks or whatever. These are people that get in there. They help out. We love it when people in the group put up videos or post stuff in the Discord, it's great. Mm -hmm. It's the best. And that's what makes doing this show so much fun because me and Bud are just a couple dipsticks and Brent's a super dipstick. We just kind of lumber mm -hmm. in like duplices, do our thing. But the community keeps the ball rolling. They keep it fresh. They keep it fun for us, don't they? That's they absolutely help us right. out. That's they do stuff right. that we don't have the ability to do because we're dumb. Right. Yeah. You know? And I do want to thank, you know who our very first Patreon supporter was? Was it O'Brien? No, it was no. this guy right here. Oh, God, Brent no. Brent Dowdy. want to thank Brent for not only supporting us for many, many years, but also hosting the show. Thank you for hosting the show. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank, uh, of course, Jason and our development team for keeping our website running. Uh, and Jason, upgrading. Yeah, Jason all hosts the, hosts the site through a wacky thing that I can't even pretend to understand. Um, I want to thank everybody that's ever contributed anything to this site. Um, you know, you guys are just the best. We do You're appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Jonas for the magnets that he provides free of charge. Uh, he's, a, he's a real nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's a super awesome guy. Uh, O'Brien's for all of the packages over the years. He's been here forever. Yeah. All, anybody that's ever sent us stuff in the mail, I know how expensive it is to send stuff yes. from overseas. You guys are you guys are so awesome. All the candy we've had, all the box games and stuff. It's been tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did not, the chat is screaming because I didn't announce last week winners. I will announce last week winners next week with the new Patreon song. Uh, I gotta leave. I gotta leave something on the table so you guys tune it again next week. I can't leave it all. That's out the there. teaser. That's the teaser. <laughs> do you know what game we're doing next week, Bo? I do. I do. Next week we're playing Daily Thompson's Decathlon. No, wrong show. Oh, okay. We're playing Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. You've never seen that movie? No, I mentioned. You know, I got it confused with Arabian from the arcade. Not the same game. Mm. No, not even close. I don't know. What it's kind of like confusing Aladdin with Lawrence of Arabia. It's not. It's, it's yeah. It is. I admit it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks as always for watching. We want to thank everybody who's hanging out with us in the chat. We record the show every Friday, except when we don't. Uh, Picard, two thousand five. Gary so. Hucker, Edvin Helen, Kate P. Um, Duncan Styles, Michael Ryan, Pixels at Dawn, Jason Warns, Will Williams. Uh, Lobsterminator X, Paul Harrington, might have said that twice, Hasifa, Andy <laughs> Craig. Um, it's see. a who's who in here. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a cornucopia of our buddies and pals.